Thank you for listening to the Finally Quit Porn Podcast. In today's episode, I was joined by Jackson Cole, who's recently come out of a rehab center, having recently struggled with drugs and porn addiction. Now, Jackson is an amazing guy, so genuine, honest, and just really friendly. And so this podcast was an absolute pleasure to record, and I really do hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. Thanks for listening. If you want more help, join us in the Discord. The link is in the description. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Finally Quit Porn Podcast. Today I'm joined by Jackson Cole. Welcome on the show, Jackson. Today we're going to talk a bit about porn addiction, just both of, the, both of our journeys really, where we're at now, Jackson's story, and hopefully it will provide some hope for guys out there because Jackson's doing really well at the moment and it's been really inspiring to hear about it. So Jackson, do you want to start by introducing yourself? Tell us a bit about yourself, how you're feeling at the moment about coming on the podcast and sharing this and and yeah just maybe go from the start okay first things first i'm very nervous (laughs) um yeah uh, where do i begin um let's begin where it all started i uh, was born in boston massachusetts in, in the united states um i think my very first memory that i had was uh my grandpa at the, I was at the, um, at the, at a pool and my grandpa was there, my, uh, who, who now passed away this, this year, no, 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 last year, last, last year, last year, not this year. Um, and I think, uh, I, I listened to your podcast about two and a half months ago and, uh, I really, really liked it. How you, how you talk with your people, with your guests. I really enjoyed it, how you um, kind of like interact and how the, how it just was like personally, it mm. felt nice. And uh, I decided, okay, this guy, this, he knows what he's doing and he's not, he's not a dick, you know? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're welcome, man. Because I used to follow a guy for years who was an American guy and he had, he was just too American. He was like, you know, like, you're you're a really good uh, a good guy and uh yeah i mean because of you i have felt motivated to start on my journey to become clean to get my stuff in order and um yeah i mean i had like my last three years of my life before the last two and a half months sucked i mean they really sucked i was doing dumb stuff like it taking drugs, um, what else, what else can I say, taking drugs, alcohol, not taking medication that I'm supposed to take. Um, and, and I think the root of the problem was, was because my sexuality was messed up. So yeah, that's basically who I am. Like, I thought that's who I was, you know, that, that was my thinking. I'm okay. I'm somebody who has a high sex drive and I need to get it satisfied. Mm. Like, uh, but uh, now, if I look back at it, I'm like, no, that's just induced by pornography. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's due to pornography because now that I have been, been free of it, I, I have no inclination at all. And I've, I feel like I have total control over it. That's nice. That's, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a nice feeling also about drugs. I feel like I have total control to say no. I can for a thousand times. If somebody asks me, "Do you want drugs?" I can always say no, because I have the deep 
relaxation that I get through meditation. Because mm. I, I hear you, you, you also, you also like uh, meditation. Yeah, yeah, I love and, it. Yeah, it's great, right? I mean, yeah, it's so good. And yeah, thank you for sharing that. I'm not gonna lie to you, that hit me hard. <laughs> like, like I was getting a bit emotional, man, because I wasn't oh, okay. expecting you to say that stuff at all about kind of the podcast. And you know, this is your story. I hadn't, I don't know. Like, it's just nice to hear people people's lives actually changing through this podcast it's like really touched me like it's really powerful so thank you for saying that I really really wasn't expecting that at all um because I thought we were just gonna kind of talk more about your your story your journey I hadn't really if I'm truly honest I hadn't realized I'd actually impacted you that much and I know you've done so much outside of the podcast though like you're in the discord as well but you've been through so much and you really decided to take take action and get help for yourself and you in like rehab as well and I'm sure that helped a lot as well so let's going back to like the last three years do you want to tell us a bit more about how you felt when you were struggling with addiction and how okay. bad it got as well okay um how did I feel during addiction I f it felt like a storm that I couldn't control that was the feeling you know how when you're at sea have you ever been to sea before yeah you know when the waves get very high mm. that's how it felt like and that was like in a, in a small wooden boats sailing to nowhere you know that's how that addiction for me felt like and um my deepest point i think was um uh about in 2020 22 i was um I had taken an overdoses of, of benzodiazepines, like designer drugs from Holland, you know, designer benzos from Holland. I didn't know. And, and, and subconsciously I took a half, I took a half one to protect myself. Right. But then I took all of the 20 pills. So that was like taking like, I don't know, 30 Xanax. Yeah. So that was the deepest point in my, in my life. Wow. And, and like, I mean, it's crazy. I, I blacked out for two weeks. Uh, yeah i have no idea what happened i woke up in the hospital and i was like what the fuck i'm in a different city <laughs> wow what what lets yeah. you get into that point then like how did um, how did that end up happening because because um because i had i had a psychosis hmm. I, I lost my girlfriend I, I had i had a really long streak of uh of, of quitting porn it was like four months or so hmm. during the time i had a girlfriend before that and she left me to f like the second day i went into like a high intensive care psychiatry like i was i was forced by the government to stay there for like 40 days wow. yeah, yeah when i was like uh, 20 years old and I, I i didn't know the language i had to speak english and so over the years being the last three years being in um in a psychiatry i i learned the language dutch you know uh, Flams, how they say it here in, in Belgium. Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like it was the feelings of rejection or some kind of hurts that triggered you to take the, the overdose of the drugs? Um, yeah, like hurts, rejection, pain, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I imagine that was really hard for you. And then you woke up somewhere two weeks later. <laughs> yeah. What in were you hospital. thinking? What were you like, thinking when you woke up? I got to take a piss and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some more drugs. Where's the porn? Yeah. 
Man, that's crazy. And and then how's things been since? Like, how's recovery been? Recovery has been great. I mean, like the first month I was when I was at rehab, I was withdrawing from the Xanax, right? So I told myself, okay, first delete the drug, the drugs, get the drugs out of your life. I blocked, I blocked like fifty people. Yeah. Did you have like a lot of contacts then in that world taking drugs? Yeah. Yeah, 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 a lot of contacts, party contacts, stupid stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you have to block them. Otherwise, yeah. they'll get, they'll get. And I also changed my number. You know, I blocked them, then changed my number. Uh, I made a new Instagram accounts. I, 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 even people, some people think I'm dead. Wow. No way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, for real, dude. Uh, for real. So you get rid of drugs and then porn you and wanted to get rid of porn as well right exactly because exactly. i was noticing after I, I i've been clean from drugs i noticed how much porn how much effect how much it affected me actually more than i thought and um people were walking all over me people were were kind of like not dominating me or something i don't know you know how i mean like in the, in the social sphere i felt mm. like a weak like a weak like a weak man mm. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't feel like a man i felt like a boy yeah yeah so no, i wanted I to yeah yeah so i wanted to change something yeah and yeah yeah you know what's been hard for me with quitting porn over the years because obviously i've been on this journey as well maybe eight yeah. or nine years is just on that point of kind of feeling weak and like not like a full realized fulfilled man is because i was doing these streaks and I've done so many of these streaks, you know, hitting some pretty mm -hmm. long streaks, especially in recent years. But what would happen is sometimes I'd feel really confident and good and just strong mentally and clear. And then when I'm in those social situations, situations with like friends or family, it's like, yeah, I'm just Tom. Like I'm just a normal guy. Like I feel good. I feel confident. And if somebody says something, then I feel like I can talk back to them. But then yeah. what would happen is after a relapse, in some social situations, I feel so weak and tired and exhausted and frustrated with myself that when somebody said something maybe hurtful or it kind of triggered one of my insecurities, I would like fight back. Like I would like snap. Like I wasn't in control yeah. of my emotions. I'd be so impulsive. And that just destroyed some of my relationships. Like I remember this one girl in particular, we were getting on super, super well. And I'd had a relapse and I was around at her house and I was on like day two or three. I remember this really well. And I remember thinking before I went, I was like, should I go to her house? Because I've just relapsed. I'm not in the best place. But I was like, no, I've got to, I've got to go because, you know, I can't let this addiction rule my life anymore. I go around and she was giving me some criticism of this website I just built. because so I asked her for some feedback and it's so embarrassing to admit this, but you know what, why not? I, I literally just snapped and I was like, oh, you, I just said something really mean, basically. And I look back, looking back on that now, I, I just, I cringe at who I was back then. I was, I was such a weak man. Like imagine not being able to actually handle your own emotions just from like a little bit of criticism. And I think nowadays having quit porn, or at least doing really well on my journey of quitting porn, just as you are as well, you can kind of handle your emotions a lot better as a man. Have, have you experienced that as well? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I was at the um, I was at the uh, at a party uh, on Friday to Saturday, and there were all these beautiful women 
and all this alcohol and stuff. But I could always say I, if I had total laser focus, it was like I was I was focusing like a like a like a bald eagle for my prey, you know, for my fo photography. I was hunting, you know. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that, and that's a really important part of of I guess becoming who you want to be and becoming who you're proud of. I'd say for me, like the first thing in quitting this addiction is to go and deal with the urges directly and say no repeatedly over and over and over. But then as the journey goes on, what I think is really important as well is finding your purpose and finding something that you're super passionate about and that you can be focused on. And then you go and pursue that even more. So you can do the two things simultaneously. Like you can pursue your purpose and sort of get into photography like you are. And your photos are absolutely amazing, by the way. I saw them this yeah. weekend and I was like... Thanks. I showed them to my parents and my parents were like, are they real? <laughs> so they were, they were seriously good, man. Um, thanks. Thanks. And I feel a little bit similar in terms of I'm like working on my purpose in the moment as well. And this week has been amazing because literally I announced to just a couple of guys who I'd been talking with a little bit. I said, right, me and Mary are now launching this new program. Do you want to join? And I sent them some details. It's like a, guaranteed that they'd be able to quit and blah 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 and like they all signed up basically and it it sold out straight away um and these guys inside the program are already like loving things and to me that's like me finding my purpose because four years ago i decided i want to help people quit porn and that's what i'm going to pursue and now it's like i'm actually pursuing what i love and so the addiction i'm dealing with that by just saying no to the urges repeatedly but then alongside that, by having this purpose and like really focusing yeah. on my goals, it just makes everything like 10 times better as well. So I, I think there's like two sides, like one's self-development and one's dealing with the addiction. But what I personally believe is when you deal with the, like the addiction, the self-development side and like pursuing your purpose, you can do that like full, fully like wholeheartedly. Like you're just like laser focused on what you actually want in life because you're no longer distracted by what you don't want in life. Did, did you resonate with that as well? Totally. I mean, I resonated totally with that. Uh, having a purpose, as you say, makes it 10 times better and also easier, I find. Mm. I find it to be easier to, um, when you have a purpose and you're, let's say, expected, for example, in football, you're expected to go somewhere. It's kind of like, okay, it, Jackson's coming. So you, you think to yourself, okay, should I, should I go to the hub now or should I go to football, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like you've got direction. Yeah, direction. direction. And yeah. that's super important. And so in like the first calls I was having this week with the new clients, I was saying to them, okay, so where you at now? And what are your sort of problems that you have? And how is this imp impacting your life? And they tell me about all the feelings that I resonated with because I experienced mm -hmm. those feelings as well. And then it's like, okay, well, what do you actually want? Like what, what are the benefits that you're going to receive from quitting? And I think it's really important on this journey to never lose sight of those two options that like you can either go back to the pain and shame and loneliness and self-hatred and lack of self-respect and feeling weak and lacking in all these things that you want. And then the other side is you've got that option of, okay, well, I want to pursue my goals. I want to feel confident. I want to feel proud of who I am. I want to just feel like whole and like mentally clear. And like, there's all these benefits. And then what happens in between these two options is, we get junky thinking and like we can have these storylines and irrational thoughts which can get in the way and 
can lead to us acting out and relapsing in in ways which harm us so much but when we actually think about this rationally when we're in a good place we can realize that actually going back to the addiction is never ever the right choice and it is a choice it's always there as an option but it's never the right choice um yeah may, may i share a story sure please do please do okay so basically i was um this was in 2021 so yeah i've been in and out of um yeah one, one more thing about me i've been in and out of uh psychiatrists for the last three years since i was 19 now i'm 22 and um uh yeah i struggled a lot with psychosis and drug abuse blah 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 but in 2021 i had a short time where i was feeling good and um i went well i went surfing to to spain and if i look back at it now i mean i was i was a fucking loser man i was uh, like <laughs> like yeah sorry for swearing but i mean uh but but on the way back the way back when i went to um wait 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 hold on what do you mean you was a loser i, I want to uh, i want to delve okay. into that more what okay do you mean? sorry yeah okay okay so, but i was literally jerking off the porn while there were people near me man like i was oh, in yeah. the tents i was in the tents and there were like people like in other tents it was oh dude that was that was that was not good man oh bro i've been uh, i've been I've yeah, been this, one yeah. time, right? this, this is super Right, actually, I, I don't know if I can share this. I'm, I probably shouldn't share this. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, no, there's been some times where I've, I've jerked off in some places. When I look yeah. back, I'm like, oh, damn, like, what was yeah. I doing there? And Fucking hell, man. Yeah. Like, I remember this one guy, though, he was saying, actually, I was in like a group with him on one of these apps. And he was basically saying that what he was really struggling with is actually at work going and doing it at work and i think that's a tough one as well um i won't admit on the show whether i've ever done that in my life or not to be honest with you <laughs> don't um, get fired <laughs> yeah 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 i, I actually tough, i actually actually never did that never did that at work that's what that's I'm, i managed, I managed to good. never do it at work that's a that's a good thing but like on vacation i, I, don't, I don't know anybody fuck it man you know like that's what i was that's what i thought but to be honest with you um uh to compare, if I compare porn mm. and heroin, mm. if you really haven't watched porn in like three months and you go back to it, it's like a, like a heroin buzz because I've done heroin before. That's so I interesting. Know, yeah, I, I've done I've done heroin before. I've I've injected crystal meth. You know, so I I, I know all these drugs and I, I know how porn porn is so bad for you, man. Yeah. Like, it's it's like and the, i think the only way to get away from it is through eastern pra practices like meditation and and like i'm not just saying just meditation but like um, eastern practices and exposure to real life and 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 coaching from from you or from other coaches who, who are also good like uh that's very important for somebody who's very struggling i mean that's that's what i needed because you kind of like to be honest kind of gave me like free coaching <laughs> <laughs> yeah well on like the discord and stuff yeah the discord that, that helped me a lot actually it really yeah. did yeah i'm glad i'm glad and it's helped me as well because i mean i learn from everybody i talk to and to have you on the podcast and to talk about your story this is going to help so many men because guys are going to listen and feel hope at least that's why I, I would like you know that's why i believe yeah. it's possible because 
you were down and out, man. Like you was in a horrible position and yeah. you managed to turn your life around. And I think some listeners, they may be struggling right now to quit this, but have they like overdosed with drugs? Have they ended up in a rehab center? You know, I mean, you've, you know, you've really come out from like the very bottom that you can be in, in terms of addiction and no, you've changed your life around and you should be so proud of yourself for doing that. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm so happy you have done this as well, man. It's amazing. It really is. So I wanted to ask you another question. So in terms of porn, something I've experienced in the past is that it's definitely distorted my thinking and I've thought in very irrational ways because of it. Do you want to tell us a bit about how a similar thing may has may have impacted you as well? Yeah, uh, how it how impacted me. Well, for example, with girls, I mean, I would make when I was when I was like 17 or 18, I didn't know how to talk with them. Like I, I would just flip out on them if they rejected me. I was like, uh, and I would like I would be you know, I'd be I would react impulsively and and not with within thinking of, of consequences i would just flip it out like she, like she, like the girl was an object mm. i would objective i would objectify her to, and but now now i t- now i really i, I keep my circle clo- uh, close of the girls that i talk to and i only talk to the girls that i like uh, like as as friends and i don't want to do anything stupid you know so can you see them more as human beings rather than objects now? Yeah, of course. As as just as a friend, you know, as a, as a, as a person who has who has um, beliefs, who has political views, somebody I can I can see them as a person because I don't have them objectified objectified in my mind twenty four seven through a through a digital devil, if, if I might say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I definitely relate to that as well. I've got two friends that are honestly amazing they're really really good friends and I feel like I've been very lucky not to objectify them in the past Mm. but I think when you have friends like girls it actually kind of helps you humanize them even more and I think some guys some guys would actually benefit a lot from having more girlfriends like not girlfriends but friends like girls you know yeah of course of course like uh, female friends female friends yeah exactly and also, I'm really close with like my mom and my sister. So I've grown up in a bit more of a matriarchal house. Like my mom is the woman who kind of runs the house at my in my home. Um, and my, my okay. dad just <laughs> listens to her a little bit. So it's been a weird dynamic. And my sister was quite bossy when I was younger. And oh, so yeah. I've always had quite a lot of respect, I guess, for the women in some senses. But I think on some deep way, like... This is getting really personal now, but mm. I think in some psychological way, that may have been what led me down the route of some like fetishes to do with like women kind of dominating a bit, which is a bit oh. a bit crazy. But I know like, I feel yeah. it. I know what you mean, man. My my sister was also very bossy when I was when I was young. She would boss me around. She would uh, she would actually even uh, bully me in a way. Same here, man. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and my mom was also the. The, the she what she said was 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 king she was she was a king of, of the house yeah, yeah. My, my dad my dad was just in the background just working just working all the time mm. and my mom my mom took care of me and my sister mm. i also like like you i i resonate with that because i also grew up in like a matri- matriarchal household 
but that changed when I turned 12 and I, I moved into my dad's place. You, of course, you know Harry Potter because you're British. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you, you know, like how in the first movie, Harry Potter lives a... Like under the there. stairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I lived under the stairs of my dad's new place for a half a year. Yeah. Like, like not like Harry Potter, though, surely. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be horrible. I mean, that would explain the drugs, the porn. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, man, this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help myself making these jokes. Yeah, I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't know. laugh about this, you know. I shouldn't, but as you well, said on good. the Discord, though, it helps, though, doesn't it? It you helps. Know? It helps so much, bro. Yeah, like it is just ridiculous. Like the whole porn thing, even if it's like yeah. not porn and it's just like naked photos of a girl, it's like all it is is a woman with some clothes off. And what's happened yeah. is that the brain has associated that screen with orgasm, and so it's created this exactly. massive amount of dopamine being released in the brain, and then you've ended up building a habit, and it's gone to the neural pathways, and you can then rewire it. So along those lines, actually, how are you dealing with like urges at the moment? Do you face them much, and and how has it been sort of since day day zero, and and to like where you are now, which is you know gone without porn for a few months. Um. Right at the moment, I have no urges at all. Uh, to be very honest, I, for some weird reason, because of my meditation, I feel like I, I've been meditating, actually. That, that's one thing that I uh, want to say, is that even through all these trials and tribulations, the last three, four, or five years of my life, I always kept meditating. And I think that's what saved my life. Mm, mm. Yeah, that, saved, that saved my life. It saved my life. Um, yeah. and uh and and now where i was clean from drugs completely clean and then from porn it just all those years of meditation piled up and my just it just came all into one like yeah. I, I, just, I just i just now i just feel like my stress level is way much lower as it used to be mm. yeah you know, i still i still struggle with uh with anxiety and a little bit of low mood sometimes but it's not like it's not like i sit in my bed all day and then feel bad for bad about myself yeah you know? yeah i hear that i hear that and so i do some like volunteering work i might have probably said this before and i did a shift on sunday night between 12 and 4 a.m so i'm a little bit tired today still so okay. when i was doing this medit uh, when i was doing the volunteer see this is what i mean about being tired i'm saying the wrong words but <laughs> yeah, when i was yeah. doing this like volunteering i speak to guys and, and women I, I just speak to people right i speak to people who is struggling big time and often they're actually suicidal and mm. they have so many thoughts not always but sometimes they have so many thoughts going round and round and round and mm. they just go in from one thing to the next and they're anxious and they're thinking about the future then then they're thinking about the past and it's annoying because as a volunteer we're trained very specifically to listen and the training is amazing it's the best training i've ever had so I, when I want to, I feel like I can be a pretty decent listener, but I'm, I'm not always, you know, I'm still working on it. But in Samaritans, I'm a good listener. And the only bad thing about it, though, is that sometimes I just want to say to someone like, look, go meditate or, you know, just sit down and let yeah. your thoughts come and go. Because sometimes that's the answer, because what will happen is they'll go round and round with all these thoughts. But if they're not aware that their thoughts and their feelings are temporary and that bad stuff happens externally in the world because that's just a fact and that shit happens and life is hard. If, if you don't know that and you don't ever meditate, then you can just get stuck in like negative thoughts just going round and round without ever really feeling present and yeah. kind of aware of what's going on. And I feel like 
that's how meditation can be so so powerful yeah exactly i, I totally feel what you're saying um you're saying uh, some really powerful things i, I agree it totally i mean yeah i mean going around the loops those those thought loops i mean yeah like uh some i think they should, should they should you should be allowed to say like uh for you should allow to be allowed to at least to say okay maybe like give a tip or so like yeah okay i understand how you're feeling but what about what if you try this or that like that would be nice but actually mm. what's cool is today i went to a volunteer work to sign up for volunteer work um at like uh, it's called like christian well it's it's, it's it's like a christian uh insurance company yeah what do uh, they do just, they uh they do all kinds of medical things. It's, it's just an insurance company, but they call themselves Christian Insurance Company. Yeah. Um. And um. Uh, they basically they do all kinds of things. They they give uh food for elderly people. Okay. Um. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start uh as of so tomorrow Wednesday, Thursday, and Fridays. I'm gonna take care of people who have problems with ADHD, problems with anxiety, with depression. I'm gonna like uh like be their friend wow i love that man yeah. that's amazing yeah. that's yeah. amazing you know like, how much better would sorry what are you gonna say oh sorry yeah um what i wanted to say is that it's 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 like it's called uh looking after people if i like if i translate it from dutch to english oh, okay. yeah you, you look after elderly people or like like a 28 year old who used to be addicted, addicted to heroin and is now one year mm. clean and you have to um yeah, just, just like look after him and be his friend. That's basically. beautiful, man. I love that. We'll, we'll finish on that. And I think the difference between me and other podcast hosts who are into self-development is, yeah, obviously it would be amazing if one day I could quit my nine to five and permanently help people quit porn and actually earn mm. money from it. But at the same time, I think what's incredibly important is to help people free themselves from this compulsive behavior, which is so destructive, which takes away so much of somebody's soul so that they can then have the mental clarity, confidence, and I guess empathy and compassion to then go and do something which actually has a positive impact on the world. Exactly what you're doing. I feel like that is probably the underlying message of this podcast, if there was one would be to go and make the world a better place. And you do that through no longer wasting time on pointless stuff, which is messing up your mental health. That, that's why I'd love to get across, man, because each person listening to this has the power and the opportunity to make a big difference in the world. They may not think it, but I assure you, you do. Jackson here, bro, like where you've come from to where you are now, now you're literally going to impact the world and volunteer like yeah. that is it man that that's what this is all about i'm, I'm true, so man. excited man i'm, I'm excited <laughs> for you and, and now i'm starting to sound like an american because i'm getting like two like in, in yeah, England, yeah, we're yeah. usually just chilled out like we'll be sat down like just right, like miserable yeah we're talk, we're talking about mate got a got a point for that mate what are you talking about <laughs> Exactly. Like we're not that happy in England a lot of the time. <laughs> um, the rain might bloody hell. <laughs> not like your accent is so bad, but I love it still. I'm still here for it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's, it sucks, but um. Uh... But yeah, nice. No, it's, it's been a it's been a great episode, man. Um, 
I don't know, actually. I'll say it's been a great episode. I've enjoyed the chat. I hope I hope our listeners do. Um, where you. can people <laughs> find you and stuff as well? Like you're on you're on Instagram. I follow you. I follow you on there, man. I always like seeing your photography and stuff. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you can you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at the Jackson Cole, and then a how do you say a, a underline underscore? Yeah, underscore exactly yeah, underscore. Um, and also on uh, Facebook, Jackson Cole H. That's my Sweet. Facebook page. And you're That's in the Discord, time. very active in there. Me and you are probably talking the most in there. So. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're kind of like we have our own, we have our own chat there, man. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come join us. Come join us for a chat. We've got like the yeah. daily goals in there, a bit, bit on meditation, the general chat. So yeah, come and join us. I'll leave a link in the description and stuff. I'm on Instagram as well, Molyneux underscore Thomas, and I got the website thomasmolyneux.com. So if you want to get in touch and want any help or I don't know, just yeah, get in touch. <laughs> All right. So thanks a lot for coming on the podcast, Jackson. Really appreciate it, man. It's been fun. And I hope anyone listening feels a bit more inspired and, and ready to go and make the world a better place. Peace. See you later.